This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Hey, look at that. We had a WWE big event. It's like the first time in what feels like a very long time since they had one of these. Day one, which I like in theory. I like in theory the idea of January 1st being a new wrestling tradition of having some kind of big pay-per-view extravaganza. Kind of like how the NHL has the Winter Classic. We've had bowl games on New Year's Day. Survivor Series used to be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. The Royal Rumble is the Sunday or now Saturday between uh, the championship games and the Super Bowl. I kind of like the idea of this. I have to admit, I like the idea of setting up a January 1st pay-per-view event. Now, before we get to the card, before we get to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, I've used the word pay-per-view numerous times. And I remember a while ago saying they got to find a new name for this because we keep calling it pay-per-views, but it's not a pay-per-view because who actually orders this crap on pay-per-view anymore when you can get it on the WWE Network? The WWE, and they must have market tested the crap out of this. I don't know how they got a good result. They finally came up with a way to refer to these monthly events. And instead of calling it a big event or, you know, whatever, they've gone with the premium live event, which I think we all agree sucks. But like most ideas, you don't like it at first. They're going to stick with it. And eventually we will be sheep and we will call the Royal Rumble a premium live event. We'll call Money in the Bank a premium live event. So the premium live event is is here. It took them how many years of it not really being a pay-per-view? I think it's been eight years of this, seven years of this. It's been a long run, the WWE Network era, if you will. So they've debuted the premium live event. And good job by the WWE admitting COVID exists. Because for a while during the pandemic, they acted as if it, it wasn't a thing. Like, yeah, we're doing shows in empty arenas. I don't know why. We're just trying to distract you from the everyday life, which is fine and great and is a part of why we love sports and professional wrestling and entertainment. But there are times where it does insult your intelligence. They did not try anything stupid tonight. Roman Reigns tested positive for COVID. Hopefully he's okay. We know about his battle with cancer over the years. So obviously the priority is Roman's okay. Sounds like he is. But instead of creating some kind of weird 
WWE storyline. Someone tried to run over Roman Reigns and kill him. And then we can spend the next six months trying to figure out whom. They actually went with the whole honest approach, which was Roman Reigns tested positive for COVID. He's in health and safety protocol. We're also used to it as sports fans. I mean, we're used to watching our teams play or opponents play and half the roster not being there because they're in health and safety. By the way, half the L.A. Clippers were in health and safety. That didn't stop the Brooklyn Nets from blowing a 13-point lead with five and a half minutes to go. But no, I will not bore you or bother you or frustrate you by going into that horrific, and there's so many things to bitch about from that game. I'm not even going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. The point is, the WWE admitted the truth. And I respect that. Because they knew that the the truth was most people either forgot this was a premium live event and its existence, or they were only interested in it because of Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I, I clearly looked at this card and said, nothing intrigues me outside of Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar. So you're dealt a bad hand, and obviously the health of Roman Reigns is the most important But from a wrestling perspective, you're dealt a bad hand that the number one guy in this company, the guy I think most people want to watch, the storyline most people care about is out for your premium live event day one. So I had heard the the way I'd heard the news, by the way, is I saw Sam Roberts tweet it. That's how I found out. I was just randomly on Twitter and I saw him tweet out. It's a shame Roman Reigns won't be at day one. He's in health and safety. And so I quickly said, I guess that's true. Why would he tweet that? What are they going to do? Because I'm thinking, that. all right, what are they going to do? He's the universal champion. You can't, like, put someone in to replace him to fight Brock because why would we care? If you make it a number one contendership match, we're all going to know the outcome. So I give them credit. They pivoted the right way because they took a fatal four-way match that I, I, quite frankly, didn't give a rat's ass about. Ooh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins are friends. Ooh, Big E is defending against Lashley and those three guys. It, it wasn't really appealing. But once they announced, hey, it's actually going to be a fatal five-way match, we're throwing Brock Lesnar in it, the intrigue begins. And the intrigue begins because now you say to yourself, are they going to put the belt on Brock Lesnar? And they did. (laughs) And I wasn't convinced going into the car that that's what they were going to do. Because I'm also thinking, well, what were their plans for Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns tonight? This was going to be their second match in what feels like a series, probably culminating at WrestleMania. But how do you make WrestleMania a big deal when you've had these guys fight throughout the year? So I was looking forward to this match. Not only because I enjoy Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar and they're the two biggest stars in the company, but also what are they going to do with Paul Heyman? What are they going to do with this storyline? And while I assumed Brock would win and Heyman would rejoin him and the whole thing would be at work, they would somehow, I guess, pivot towards them having a third match, even though Roman would have beaten him twice. But I wasn't sure. And so now I still have the same questions. Because now I think they've got to pivot away from Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Unless they're unifying the championships, which I'd be a big fan of. I think we should have one brand, but I don't think they're going to do that 
with Fox and USA both wanting kind of like their own thing. So I don't think we're headed towards a brand unification. So if we're not, the Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns thing is over, right? At least I think. But I guess that's the positive in this whole thing, that we're not sure. The main event turned out to be a really good match. It was your typical, you know, multi-man match. A lot of a lot of action because you could have guys resting and then boom, here's a finish move. One, two, kicks out. Ooh, here's another finish move from the guy that was outside the ring. Like you had all that with Big E and Lashley and Brock and KO and Seth. So it was a real action-packed match, but I, I honestly didn't think they were going to put the belt on Brock. Mainly because I'm thinking ahead towards the Royal Rumble and the WrestleMania. Now, could the WWE go short-term on this and say, look, we needed to salvage the premium live event. Let's give everybody a swerve. Let's give everybody a surprise. And Brock gives the belt back to Big E or to Bobby Lashley on a Monday Night Raw, even at the Royal Rumble. And then they can go back to the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns thing. Sure, I guess that's possible. But I think that's what made this event good because now all of a sudden, for the first time in a very, very long time, I care about turning on Raw on Monday. Raw has been a cesspool now for months and months and months. The best of the WWE product has been on SmackDown because Roman Reigns is on SmackDown. And so now, for the first time, and I can't even remember, I'm intrigued by Raw because I want to know, all right, Brock's the champ. What's he going to do? Who's he going to feud with? Clearly, there's something there that the fans want from a Lesnar-Lashley match. I think there's a payoff to that. I think fans have kind of wanted that for years now. This is the first time they gave you a little bit of a tease of that. So they could very well go in that direction, and that would mean pivoting completely away from Roman. So this wouldn't be a brief, temporary swerve. And you could go numerous ways with that. Lashley could win the Royal Rumble. He could just challenge him, whatever. I do think there's a lot of box office appeal to a Lashley-Brock match. But then what do you do with Roman? Because that's the other problem. And I'll get to Drew McIntyre, who defeated Madcap Moss or whatever he is. And he actually wasn't bad in the ring. It wasn't a terrible match. But I got the sense watching, and look, I had the Nets game on. I had the Rose Bowl on, so I'm not getting the full effect of the sound. But I don't think the crowd really cares about Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre's character is just a joke right now. Like, even in that interview, his personality is forced personality. You know, ooh, he's he's doing a handstand in the ring. Yeah. Like, do we really want to see Drew McIntyre in the main event? Do we want to see him challenge Roman Reigns? I don't. I mean, now he's busy with Madcap Moss and Baron Corbin, but that can't be where they go for the best character in the WWE, Roman Reigns. They can't feed him Drew McIntyre. You know, you want to feed Drew McIntyre to Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble, fine. They won't do that because for some reason, they think Drew McIntyre is a big superstar. Is he? I don't know what it would be based on. So that's my only worry if they keep Brock as WWE champion and they set him up with Lashley as cool as that is. Now you leave Roman Reigns by himself. I thought if they kept the belt on Big E, an interesting way they could have gone was to have either Kofi Kingston or King Woods win the Royal Rumble and then give you that storyline of are they going to challenge their best friend, Big E? Are they going to challenge the other champion? And then eventually, whether it's Kofi or Woods, 
you have them challenge Big E, and you get yourself a really interesting storyline for the next few months. But I think that's out. I don't think Big E's going to see the WWE title again. Uh, as far as the rest of the card was concerned, Uso's New Day was a great match. It's tough to argue. If that's on AEW, it gets uh, 10 stars. <laughs> the RK bro Street Profits thing. I mean, I, are we supposed to care about Migos sitting ringside? Is that supposed to be a big deal to all of us? Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, are they eventually going to break up Randy Orton? And what's his name? The bro. You figure that's the end game, right? These two are not going to remain a tag team for the next year and a half. The Edge mismatch was sort of boring. I don't get the whole brood stuff with Edge. And they've done this numerous times now. I think they did it during the Randy Orton feud, if memory serves correct. They whipped it out here in the Miz feud. And what sucked is how it ended. Because now we're all going to have to watch a mixed tag match of Beth Phoenix and Edge against Maurice and The Miz. I'll pass. I think we'll all pass. And did they F up? Because Beth Phoenix shows up, scares The Miz. The cameras never show us Beth Phoenix. You just have The Miz freaked out. And then they play her music 30 seconds later. So... I'm assuming that was an F up. Becky Lynch beat Leave Morgan. I, I guess that's filler because Becky was clearly going to retain the title. And then we found out Johnny Knoxville is going to join the Royal Rumble. Great. Just like Drew Carey 20 plus years ago. But the story is we have a new WWE champion in Brock Lesnar. And the story is, are they pivoting off of their WrestleMania plans if they had any? And what happens to Roman and Brock? I'll give it to them. They turned the show that had a chance to really, really suck into a show now that you're intrigued by going into the first week of 2022. Either way, I got to go because I'm still pissed about the net game and I got two kids I'm hoping to remain sleeping. So thank you for listening to Instant Reaction Day 1 on the Evan Roberts Podcast. Craig and I will be back live Monday, January 3rd at 2 o'clock on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.